guys, welcome to uh, to the SkyMouse Studios uh, marketing podcast that we're doing here. I've got Dale Dupree with me. You may know Dale from LinkedIn. That's how I met Dale. Um, I've been following his content for a couple of years, and I'm going to go ahead and let Dale introduce himself. Hey, what's up, dude? So I appreciate you having me on the show, first of all. Uh, I got today, we're going to talk about some cool stuff from what at least we discussed behind the scenes, sales and marketing. So anybody that's listening is probably either going to hate me after this or maybe <laughs> sort of like me a little bit. So we'll find out <laughs> how that works out. But but yeah, my name is Dale Dupree. I'm formerly known as the Copier Warrior. I spent three or 13 years in the B2B space, door-to-door, telemarket sales, the whole nine yards. Uh, I also grew up in small business. So I think it's important to note that because I grew up with a father that taught me how to do everything. You know, the idea and the concept of wearing every hat and also being the owner of the organization. So, you know, from being a kid and sweeping the floors and taking out the trash to being a teenager and learning how to service copiers to being an adult learning how to sell the equipment as well, too. I, I just kind of experienced everything. And so for me, when I look at business, and I think that that's kind of what lines up with my whole outlook of sales and marketing to begin with, because when I look at business, I look I look at it differently. I see how everything aligns, how everything flows together a lot better if it's if it's if everybody's on the same team, I should say. And so from that perspective, it just it makes more sense to for me from from my walk and the things that I've done to marry up uh, different departments instead of having service pitted against sales and sales pitted against marketing. Like, why not just work together and be a big, happy family? So we founded the Sales Rebellion based on the principles of the the bigger concept of um, sales being completely disconnected with the way that the world perceives it and also with the way that the world wants it to be in the first place. So there's lots of stereotypes about salespeople. I sell, say salesperson, you think used car salesman or the insurance guy that you hate talking to every couple of years to renew your policy or whatever it is. And and then some of you hear sales and think, oh yeah, I love the guy that sells me something. But it's few and far between and we saw the need for it. You know, So I left the copier industry and started my own firm and we've been rebelling against sales ever since. Awesome, man. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I It took me about, I started sales in 2015. Um, I was at a commercial real estate brokerage and uh, I just very quickly started feeling like all the stuff I was being told by the guys that ran the company was not just didn't make sense to me when they would say it to me, but then as soon as I started trying to put any of it into practice, it was just so obviously not real. Like their their whole mindset about like, here's all the stuff you got to do and just get on the phone and start pounding the phone. And like they had no idea how to use the phone. They had no idea any of this stuff. It was just nothing other than if you talk to enough people, you'll find enough business and then you'll you'll get to your quota. Um, And then I just started seeing all these guys around me also not be able to like they weren't winning. Even guys who were tenured salespeople, we were having networking conversations and they're all saying, hey, you know, I'm not hitting in my numbers anymore. I can't get any of this anymore. You know, it's not working. Um. And then the flip side of that is I started saying on the marketing side, so we've had my business partner and I have had SkyMouse for about four years, but it was kind of a side project until just last September when we took it full time. And uh, throughout that same time, I saw all these people jumping on the marketing wagon where they're like, oh, yeah, we like the marketing seems to be working now. And they had no idea what that meant either. And then the sales and the marketing people seemed to just start really kind of resenting each other because the marketing guys were like, we're trying to help you or, or maybe not. But we're trying to, like, get our thing going. And the sales guys are like, yeah, but the stuff you do doesn't work. And that's not getting the conversation started. And so just there's just this constant, you know, uh, back and forth going on. And so, uh, yeah, I mean, I'd just be really interested to hear what your thoughts are on 
how can sales and marketing teams really kind of moving forward, take advantage of all the tools, all the opportunities. Like it's a great time to be growing a business right now, but I feel like so many people are just doing it wrong. Yeah. When I, when I first started to understand the, the, the logical differences between marketing and sales, or I should say when I first started to learn about how people perceive those things, mm-hmm. I, I thought it was funny because you know, you have one team saying we make all the business, you know, come through the front door and you have the other team saying we close all the business that they bring through the front door. And and I think that that's the most common understanding of sales and marketing. But the problem is, is that if you market somebody to somebody to get them to come in the door, then the salespeople on the back end have to be aligned with that or else they're not going to be able to close everything. And if they are closing everything, it's because they're forcing it in most cases or treating the, the customer poorly. And that leads to bad experiences through the the prospect and client base and and creates a bad reputation for your company whether it's because of you know ill practices by the salesperson or not it doesn't really matter the person the people that are buying just say this company they sucked i did not enjoy dealing with them and you know furthermore if the salesperson wasn't closing it the marketing person was rolling their eyes pointing their finger and vice versa if the salesperson you know wasn't closing it sometimes they were saying well this came in bunk you know this isn't a good lead you're you're pretending like it is but it's not because i've dealt with the prospect at this point and 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 they're not going to become a client because they just want a price and they want the lowest and you're not doing a good job at conveying our value and so it's just this back and forth you know so based on the 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 principle what the differences are but for me I sat back and said, okay, so as a salesperson, I can go in completely unarmed, basically, and knock on doors. And in the process of knocking on doors, you know, I have a business card, I have a voice, I have my persona, my look, my attitude. And while all those things are good, people want experiences more than anything else. And so I started to see that marketing was more experiential than than we were making it in the sales world or even understanding it in the marketing world and or conveying it, I should say, in the marketing world to salespeople. So I started to create things that gave the prospect that experience that I'm talking about, you know, whether it was a donut box that was empty with just like fake plastic crumbs at the bottom of it. And we had written, you know, in in like red marker or Sharpie, sorry, I ate all these waiting for you to set an appointment with me, you know, or to get back <laughs> to here. You know, so, the, and that stuff is marketing, right? Like at the end right. of the day, it's not, technically it's marketing and it's not really sales. Those are right. the types of things that, that cause an experience for the prospect to get them pulled in a little bit closer to you and make it, when you call and you say, hey, did you get my box of donuts? They, yeah, I got your box of donuts. That's clever, right? You know, so the the idea and the concept of breaking past the stereotypes of what salespeople are looked at as and using marketing to gain that ground. That's that's where it, it in lies. But then the other thing is is that marketing needs to be nuanced throughout the process. So after the first conversation with the prospect, after an appointment, you should be writing a handwritten note. And it shouldn't just be on these stock thank you cards that you bought down at Target. They should be created by your marketing team. They should have little emojis of the team on a maybe a QR code. So if someone's feeling randy after they've seen your your handwritten note, like, oh, I'll scan this. I'm curious enough. And, right. and continue to indoctrinate people in a healthy way towards your brand, towards your marketing, towards, towards your, your personality, towards your company the whole nine yards. Right. So there's just, there's a bigger picture of play at hand with how we can create a synergy between marketing and sales. But the way salespeople see it is, okay, like marketing, give me a shortcut so I don't have to do as much. And the way right. that 
marketing people see it is that from from my perspective okay so i don't want to speak for marketing people although i do believe that i am one just by trade but the way that marketing people see it is that well you guys would give you all these tools and you suck at using them you don't use them right you don't communicate them correctly and and it doesn't matter how many times we tell you how to do this stuff you 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 never get it done in in the appropriate way so it's just this constant back and forth between people but yeah i I think that's a pretty pretty dang accurate picture of the whole thing so you know, moving from that part forward, you know, I mean, a lot of people probably would hear this and I'm sure that, you know, I know you put up a lot of content and people are always saying, you know, oh, wow, that's great. I never thought of that before. Um, and a lot of marketing guys might even hear that and be like, oh, wow, that's really a great idea. Um, how, like, why is it, do you think that the sales guys have consistently felt like marketing doesn't, cause that's, how, that's exactly how I thought whenever I first started in sales, like, all the marketing from any company I worked for sucked, right? Like it was not going to help me at all. So like, I get that. And then, the, but then, you know, the, on the marketing side, they are either out of touch or have no budget or whatever it is. Right. So like, I'm, I'm kind of thinking through this as I'm asking the question, but how can, like, let's say you're a small business or, um, you know, you're on a marketing team or you're on a sales team. How can the marketing and salespeople start working together to implement some of this stuff? Right. I mean, if you're in a small business and you've got a marketing guy or, you know, you go to your owner and take like, what are some ways that you can kind of make this stuff happen in your yeah. company? Honestly, alignment between the two departments starts with both understanding that they don't know each other and and kind of going back to the basics and starting from scratch and saying, this is how I want to use marketing as a salesperson and then having the marketing person saying this is how I want you to utilize marketing as a marketing person and then for the marketing person to understand to then be I should say be instructed in regards to how the salesperson wants to run the cycle and how the salesperson wants to communicate to the prospect what the personality of the salesperson is you know the corporate brand always is going to be nuanced throughout your marketing no matter what to some capacity whether it's the colors scheme that you use it's the logo itself so those things are natural but to to convey the person that's delivering the marketing i think makes it it makes it feel more intentional and it and it also makes it feel a little bit more personalized as well too to the prospect themselves whether you're talking directly at them or not from a personalization perspective when you tailor something just enough to make it feel like you took the time out of your life to create this for somebody else to look at it they feel honored by that so uh, the bigger picture look is really just taking a deeper uh, understanding or creating a deeper understanding of what marketing does marketing does for people it causes curiosity Salespeople are lame they're boring they're stale there's 17 same guys and girls call every week right. asking for an appointment for the same products you know right. and so standing out uh, in in that noisy field is extremely important so marketing plays a big role but but salespeople can't just say give me a brochure and make my business card look bigger or more right. fun they have to get direction and guidance and help with the intelligence side of what we're creating as well too because there's a psychological effect at play with marketing you know if you hand somebody a five by six business card and say here's my business card and it's not the normal size they're going to look at that a little bit they're going to kind of be taken back like what is this and and they're going to explore it so you take the prospect on a journey in those moments as well too and so deliberately deciding on what that looks like with right. your salespeople is important because the salesperson's talk track plays in their attitude plays in the methodology of delivery plays in the follow-up plays in and the persistence portion more than anything and and how how many times have you heard as well too that you know it takes 
10 to 20 touches, you know, nobody can ever get the number down, right? So, but it takes 10 to 20 touches to to get somebody's attention. Well, why? You know, we created the letter campaign and when there's only five letters in it and we have pro- we have clients that get responses within one, some of them within right. two or three, you know, some of them using all five, but regardless, they get the responses that they're desiring. So it's about the result. It's not about, hey, let's make this endless drip campaign because that's right. what it takes. It's about saying, hey, how do we rise above the noise here and make this work? Yeah, that's huge. Would you, would you agree with, the idea, because what I've been thinking recently is it seems that one of the biggest reasons why marketing is not helping sales is because marketing has this idea that everything has to be at scale, right? Everything has to be like like they're talking to everyone at once. And then they're like, well, so I don't know how to take that and fit that into like the personalized touch of the sales guy. And what I kind of think is interesting is I think even from a marketing perspective, like the future is way more personal. Like, I think that it's a mindset shift from I'm going to grow my, like the marketing is going to help me because it's going to get me in front of everybody in the U S to like, I need to pick a thousand businesses or even a hundred businesses around me. And my marketing efforts and my sales efforts are both focused on just those hundred people. Like, is that something that makes sense to you? Yes, absolutely. So we teach reps to like take their CRM and count how many accounts in it when we're talking to salespeople. And you'll, you'd be surprised, but maybe not, you know, that some come back and say, there's 5,000 people in my CRM. Right. Well, how do you talk to 5,000 people? I mean, there's there's no way to, to logically do that in a way that actually creates any kind of impact for the person on the other end. So let's say that you're dialing 100 people a day on Monday, starting Monday, and next Wednesday, you get a call back from somebody. Well, you've just called you know, 700 people over the last, right. you know, week and a couple days. And so how are you going to know when someone's like, Hey, it's Justin, what's up? You called me like right. Justin, Justin, Justin. Right. So it's, it's <laughs> like, I know I called you Justin, but uh, would you remind me why? <laughs> That's yeah, a right? great way yeah. to start that hey. conversation. Hey man, thanks for calling me. Uh, why did I call you again? Did you do you know what my voicemail said or my email? You know, that <laughs> you're right. It's extremely unprofessional and it's, it is what salespeople do today. That's why they're under the stereotype, you know, that they are in the first place. So I think that it is important to target accounts and to do waves of targeted accounts. But I also think that you can send, you, you know, you there's a way to use the account-based marketing concept, the ABM concept, to send a touch piece out to a hundred people that feels personalized without it, you know, saying specifically, "Hey, Mark," or um, you know, I know you went to this college because a lot of that stuff right. is surface level to begin with. It's about the experience that we give people. It's about it really like we like to tell people that the sales rebellion is Disney for sales. And yeah. and what we mean by that is that you don't need three quotes to go to Disney. You don't need references from other theme parks to go to Disney, you know, or people that have been to it to go to Disney. Right. And you definitely and you definitely are not bored while you're at Disney, even even right. when it can feel like, oh, my God, there's a two hour wait to get to this ride. Like the two hour wait is the most fun because when you're in the queue. It's the best queue you've ever walked through in your entire life. There's stuff you can touch illegally and you know, all kinds of crazy things happening. And I mean, you're just right. like your mind is going crazy. You're immersed into the, that scenery and that setting to begin with. Right. And so it's it's about that. It's the immersion effect more than anything that we're trying to create and produce with people. That's what personalizes it. It's the experience. That's awesome. All right. So, Dale, uh, we're kind of coming to the end here. Um, First of like one last thing is I, you've mentioned your letter campaign. I think you call it like a crumpled, crumpled paper or crumpled letter. Is that? I think I've seen you say that a couple of times. Would you mind just like high level, like maybe share a little bit of that is and then and then, you know, tell uh, people how they can get in touch with you if they want to? Yes. Yeah, so the crumbled letter was the original version of the letter campaign. 
Uh, shout out to the real estate market in 2004 who gave me the idea in <laughs> 2003. And, it, and I'll share that with anybody that wants to understand the origins of it can give me a call. But we we molded it and, and evolved it into something that would work for outbound salespeople to turn them into inbound machines. And so imagine right. that you go and you drop these things off in, a, in an outbound method. Uh, but you get people to call you, or when you call them, that it's it's like calling an inbound lead, where they know if they're very well prepared for the phone call. So, it's a cadence of five total letters. There's the pre-burnt, the coffee stain, the letter traveled around the world, the digital letter, the crumpled letter, and the idea of it is that we've created a cadence and a workflow. It's fun, it's entertaining for the prospect, and it's a way for you to take a hundred people and target them over the course of two, three to four weeks and get in front of them and get a result from each one. Instead of saying, yeah, I still haven't heard from any of these people. But even if it's a no, a result is a good thing in sales. Right. Um, a, a no result is a good thing in sales, right? So Because we just need a result. If we don't get a result, then we're just sitting in this weird, mediocre state wondering what's next to begin with. So right. it's it's real easy to, to, to learn more about the letter campaign and to have fun with it. And, and right now with everything that's going on with the economy and in our world with this virus that's that's going around, it's actually, it's funny because I started using this technique back in 2010 when swine flu was so popular and okay. H1N1 was essentially going where we couldn't go into offices and we had to think of ways to get in front of people without going into their office. And so we were putting letters in the mail instead. And we're using this effect to catch people's attention, to cause curiosity, undeniable curiosity at that to where when we called, people wanted to talk and they wanted to meet and they wanted to learn more. Uh, but you can just head to crumpledletter.com. You can download the crumpled version for free. And then the other letters inside of the campaign and the cadence are included inside of a package you can buy if you like what you see. And it includes everything. Like we went all in on this thing because we want to give salespeople the ability to understand why it's important to have tools like this. Why is it why marketing is such a, an imperative piece of the puzzle and how it can be married better to outbound um, to begin with in the first awesome. place. And and this is I believe this is what'll revolutionize the sales world at the end of the day, but we may, need more people to capitalize on it. So which is why we're giving the crumpled version away for free. So take it, use it, set appointments like the hundreds and thousands of other people that have downloaded it before you. Enjoy, have fun with it. And if you need to reach out to me, you can head to linkedin.com backslash in backslash copier warrior, search Dale Dupree in Google, and you can find me anywhere on any platform, TikTok, Snapchat, Twitter, Facebook, doesn't matter, I'll find you. Awesome. All right, guys. Well, this has been a great interview with Dale Dupree. As he said, check him out wherever wherever you can get a hold of him. Um, I love following his content on LinkedIn. It's really great. Um, but uh, Dale, thanks for coming on. Really appreciate it. Hey, uh, you know, appreciate best you to you me. and yours as we're going through this uh, time. And uh, hopefully we'll talk soon. Thanks, dude. Appreciate you.